Zlo. Hey, NY, how is it going, man? Nothing much. I'm just connecting you here for the interview. Folks, this is DNY, where we talk about gaming and tech, right? Right? Right, right. I'm trying to do the intro, by the way. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, we came together to come up with this station, um, as Anchor would say it. And basically, um, we're going to share our ideas and thoughts about gaming industry and the tech industry. I'm going to let D-Lo take over. Okay. Um, well, mostly what I do, I, I like to get into early access, sometimes alpha basis, and just, you know, test out new games. Uh, I, I, did it, I do it mostly to, A, to save other people money from having to do this. You know, sometimes you see a game, there's a lot of hype. And you ch- you want to get into it, but then when you pay money to get into early access, you realize that it's a it's a complete bust and not really worth your your loose change. Um, so, what what I would do, I, I would talk about games that I've played, I've tested out, and I'll give you my opinion. Please feel free to give your feedback. I really do appreciate feedback, and um, I'll go from there. Uh, today, uh, I want to talk about. I'm going to start off with new games and expansion so one of the new games i've been looking at i haven't really been able to to get early access into it it's called absolver uh this game is for the pc i don't know if there's a console version out there yet but what it what it is um it's a martial arts martial arts uh, base game but instead of using weapon well th- there is weapon involved but it's different you kind of lo- use chi to generate your weapon but it's mostly fighting with, with your hands and, and your feet it's kind of like more of a more physical and less with weapons and what's not um, you could check it out there's a few videos on YouTube um, that shows you you know mostly shows a couple of moves the idea behind it so far like it's it's in its earliest stage i'm guessing it looks pretty bland so far um as in you know you could tell that it's really really early early alpha um from what we can see again i haven't played this so i don't know for 100 percent sure um one game that i did manage to test out is uh dauntless that game is actually quite good um Actually, let me let me get back to that. I want to talk about another game that I've actually tried to get into, but I haven't gotten the opportunity to play, but I'm really, really excited about it. It's called Fortnite, and uh, it, it's a semi-first-person shooter. Yeah, have you heard of it? No, I have not. How do you spell that? Uh, F-O-R-T-N-I-T-E. Okay. Uh, it's on Steam. It's currently oh. free-to-play. But not really. You know, these ga- these days when they say games is free to play, it's not really uh, uh, free to play. Um, it is part of the Steam community. I believe it's still in early access on Steam. You can get into that, or you can buy it at uh, EpicGames.com. Um, but I believe it's on Steam. It's it's kind of uh, it's a first-person shooter slash team-based game, from what I could understand. Okay. I played, yeah, I played a little bit of it, not a lot of it, and is it worth, for, for me, I, I played like maybe an hour, and I got bored of it, um, 
I don't know. It's just, it's not what I, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be more like a MMO online, but it's, it's not really an MMO online. It's more like a, was it in a beta state or already released? I think this is this is in. Early, I want to say I'm not 100 percent sure. I want to say that it might be an early release. Gotcha. Um, but I played it. It came out July. It's supposed to come out around July this year. I played it in June. I I don't know if they've released it yet. But like I said, I just I browse through games like these, and I some people might accuse me of just you know brushing through them. But I'm I'm just bringing you like a like you, you ever boil milk and you what do you call that creamy part at the top where you just get like the cream off of it you don't really go into actually drinking it <laughs> so that's that's kind of like what i'm bringing you just just a taste not the whole thing just gotcha. Taste. gotcha yeah yeah this is dny true tech where we talk about gaming and technology we share our ideas and thoughts about what's going on right now and I'm going to go over to Delon. Um, oh, yes. We were talking about AI. Um, we had a little bit of interruptions, but we're back. We we're talking about AI. Um, and I was basically posing a question to Delon. I was like, uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg were going back and forth on Twitter talking about the pros and cons of AI. Um, Elon was more in the fence. It was like, we should really take heed and start regulating AI right now. On the other hand, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg was like, no, we should embrace it. We should love it. We should enhance it. We should be optimistic about it because it's going to help save lives and make everybody's lives better. Kind of like um, being optimistic about the whole AI thing. Um, and, and, and Delon, I was interested in your opinions on, on, on where you sit. Um, are you on the fence or you want to embrace it? Do you think we should open it to government or regulation as it stands right now to regulate it for the future? Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, for, I'll, I'll say this. I, the government is, they already have their own version of of an AI system. I don't know how advanced it is, but I'm I'm pretty sure that they have. I I I have strong reasons to believe that they have their own version of an AI system. Right. Already. I was thinking more of like making regulations that would like take example for drones. When drones came out, it was everywhere and, and, and they saw that it was going getting a little bit crazy so they started creating policies for it where you could fly it onto someone's property. Um, you know, uh, it should only fly certain heights. So they started making all these restrictions to kind of control the drone epidemic, you would say. It's not really an epidemic, but it was really, really getting traction. So the same when AI is really, really getting traction in Silicon Valley to the point where people are getting lots and lots of money um, to fund AI startups. Um, so Elon, I think I think he's trying to shift forward. Government will have some kind of like grounds on, hey, look, all companies or all startups doing AI should have should adhere to these three restrictions or something like that. Kind of like the iRobot movie. 
Uh, which that makes sense, but remember what happened there was a catastrophe. You, you have to understand, you have to make, if you're going to make laws for AI, you have to make laws for AI at the level they're at right now. And as they evolve, you have to change those laws to adjust to the evolution of AI. But how would you know when an AI is evolving? How would you know when it comes from just reading off program to actually learning? How would mm. we know when AI takes that next step? How would we know? You know what I mean? Because this this can happen over time. This can happen with just a mishap in the code or, or uh, some type of evolution of a virus that mixes with, with some type of fundamentally evolving AI that just changes the core of the AI. How would we know when that happens? I mean, before we set laws and all this stuff, we need to set something up that will make us aware when AI evolves. Just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So <laughs> it kind of feels like you are more like on, on, on the side of Mark, where we should embrace it and kind of steady it some more. It's, so it's not really. I don't want to say I'm I'm on the side where I want to embrace AI. I just want to be I'm on the side where of caution. Like how how would we know when an AI is evolved? Like is there any moni- monitoring that's happening? I don't believe an AI can be structured within just three simple laws. Like it didn't work in iRobot, and sure as hell wouldn't work in reality because <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, I just, just my, you know, it's just my opinion. I, I really think that we need more of an alarm system to make us aware, kind of like one of those, um, kind of like a, a wake-up call that says, "Hey, this AI has drifted from simply following the script to creating new script," you know, on its own. You know, I. I at least would like to know when that happens. You know what I mean? I would like to, to, to have somebody that would say to me, well, hey, this AI stopped following a specific script and now it's creating its own script. It's learning. It's aware. I would like to get that because that's that's when we should start worrying. <laughs> that's when we should start panicking when, when the AI starts to go off script. Well, because at well, that point, well, they could do pretty much anything. There was this article that a uh, a, a, a two bots in two bots in in Facebook research labs started creating it, its own language and started talking to each other. So they had to shut it down. Now Facebook came back and said, "This is this story is not true." So yeah, that goes back. That talks a little bit about what you're saying that, um, well, I think that story, true or not, it can happen that two two bots will start like creating their own language, start talking to, talking to each other, and, 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 you know, if we give them the leeway, they can. Because why not? So I, I, I would love to see that happen in a... <laughs> I would like to see it happen simply because it would be the birth of something new. It would be almost like humanity has finally taken that step where we've actually created uh, a new life form in a sense. Because mm. an intelligent AI technically 
if it follows the 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 you know it learns and it fears death it, it could have you know that's that's a life in a sense of of some form and it would be when we go from where we are just stupid cats singing dances on youtube to actually creating something that may change who we are as a, as a people um just you know like for instance i'm really excited about the the, the trip to mars I mean, I would like to see AI develop a system with that. You know, I'd like to see platforms on the moon with AI. Instead of us launching people out there and risking lives, we create AIs that can go out there and build these domes, build these places for us, and we can follow up afterwards. You know what I mean? I would like to see AI for stuff like that, but I don't know where we are with that. I really don't know where we are with that right now. Yeah, I think we still have a long way to go. Um, but so I think in that perspective, I do see where Mark is coming from. I said we should embrace it. We should be optimistic about it. Um, but at the same time, I think Mark is not necessarily caring about, you know, uh, he thinks that we, we have a long way to go. So we don't have time to worry about some of the social impacts that AI can have on us. Um but in, 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 in Elon's perspective, he feels, I think he feels like he knows well enough about this industry to be able to predict the future that we should start doing the regulations now. So, you know, he has predicted a lot of things and he's working as uh, I think in my eyes, um, since Steve Jobs passed, he has been really taking a role of you know, like the father of IT. I mean, a lot of our listeners will probably disagree right away. But um, in my perspective, I think he's one of the guys that is really taking a leading role of kind of like directing IT or directing the future of tech. Um, so, you know, according to his tweets, he claims he has a well understanding. Um, it looks like he has a well understanding of the industry and he feels like this should be regulations right now and not the future. Um, so, you know, these are debatable, but I think we can both agree that um, there are some benefits of AI, like saving lives and going out to Mars and doing all these things and then bringing back more info. I know NASA is already doing a lot of those, but AI could enhance that even more. Um, so, you know, it's like pulling from both angles. You really want AI to take off, but, you know, you want to make sure that you know, you want to make sure that it does not get out of hand where it can impact our society as we live. We we in we hitting that clock. We don't want to uh, go over it. Right, right. Actually, I just want to I just want to touch on one last thing. Is um, Guild Wars Two? It's it's okay. a game that I play off and on, off and on all the time. And they have a, a new expansion that's coming out. It's called right. The Path of Fire. Um, it looks really, really exciting. I watched the trailer. I was on a test server for a little bit. The the new the new mounts, uh, the new way to explore the new mounts look really, really cool. I especially like the the sea gliding mount. That's pretty awesome. The epic rabbit was really funny uh, because I saw a guy got tossed off of his, which I find really hilarious. There's a jackal. There's there's four mounts. There's a raptor, a jackal. Uh, it's called a shimmer, a mm. skimmer, and then there's the sprinter, and then there's the the jackal is the wolf, 
the um, the sprinter is the rabbit, the shimmer or skimmer. The skimmer is it's kind of like a, a sea creature like, and of course the rafter is a rafter, raptor. Um, so there, there's that. There's new specialization, elite specialization for all the classes, which is pretty interesting. Um, I think people have been looking forward to this. I think more people is going to come back to Guild Wars because with the specialization, it's kind of like they're 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 bringing back what what Guild Wars stand against in a sense, which is the Holy Trinity, or like like people like to say the Unholy Trinity. It looks like that's what they're getting into with specializations. I can be wrong, but to me, that's that's what it looks like. Awesome. Awesome, and this sounds like you're gonna yeah. be back into it. Um, oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, we would love to hear some feedback of actual gameplay because I, I think you maxed out your character, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I this is it from uh, Heart of Thorn. I maxed out my character. I've got a few elite weapons, legendary weapons, and um, it's it's been pretty. Like I really like Heart of Thorn. It wasn't bad at all. Um, the only the only disappointment I have is the GVG is not as great as it used to be. Uh, I would like to see we, we did something is being done about that. Like I remember you used to go to GVG and you could spend all day there, which is Guild versus Guild and World versus World was really, really exciting. But now it's it's kind of toned down a lot and I I for me personally I'd just like to see more people come back to that. That was a lot of fun. I used to love sieging and, and building rams and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, folks, that is all. Thanks for joining our station, our channel. We love y'all. Even though we just started, we know you guys are awesome for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you, um, of our listeners. Um, Delon. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Sneak, for having me. You guys have a good evening. Thank you all for listening to us.